Good evening, So last night we began the first of the seven areas that a person has to have bitochen in Hashem. And Chavis has told us that he's going to give us the key to what the appropriate bitochen in each of these areas are. So the first one is the person's goof, the person's body himself, and what pertains to his body, his lifespan, his illnesses, his well-being, his a place to live, clothing, food, all of that is included. And the way to have bitochen in Hashem is... In these matters, leave it up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Leave it up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in terms of the Parnosa, in terms of will come, in terms of his health, in terms of his lifespan. Leave it up to Hashem. But why should a person believe that it's up to Hashem? And why should this be the attitude? So the Chavos of Abbas explained to us, because a person has to know that whatever is nigzar, whatever is decreed, whatever has been predetermined in terms of his lifespan, in terms of how healthy he'll be, in terms of everything that will happen to a person, is all decided to by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it's done in the best and possible way, in the most appropriate way for this person himself, for this person's life in this world, for this person's life in the next world, for all of eternity. And a person has to know that there's nothing that can be decided upon, nothing that can be in control of anybody else, except with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's permission, and His decree, and His judgment. In other words, certainly we find in the world that one person harms another person. We see that happens. It happens all the time. That Ruvain could harm Shimon. So what is that going on over here? Oh, I thought only HaKadosh Baruch Hu does it. The answer is what Chavaz is saying. That if Ruvain is able to harm Shimon, if Ruvain is able to steal from Shimon, it's only because it has been decreed from heaven that sh- such a thing should happen. That's the way it works. No one can have any control unless... It's with permission granted, it's decreed, and it's in the judgment of Hashem. So in other words, anything that we see happening in front of us, we see sort of in real time, that has been decreed already in heaven, that such a thing can happen, and such a thing will happen. So first, before we elaborate on that, let's continue along a few lines. Now he tells us, why did I put all of these things into one category? Because just like a person understands, it is not in the hand or the control of any human being. Not giving life, not taking away life. Not to make a person sick, or not to make a person healthy. Cain, so too, so too it's not in their hands of people, to provide a parnosa. Vesipukai, or to give him sustenance, velavushai, or give him clothing, usharin yanegufai. Very interesting comparison over here. In other words, a person is sick, he goes to the doctor. A real maimon knows that the doctor cannot have the power, doesn't have the control 
to make this person healthy. The doctor and most could see and analyze and uh, from a medical standpoint see what is wrong and it would seem that this would be the breast protocol, this would be the right steps to getting better, this would be the right medication. But will the person get better? Will the medication help? Will this protocol heal the person? Everybody really knows that the doctor himself will tell you. I can't tell you whether this is going to for sure help. This is what we know from medical knowledge is what you should do. But whether the person will get better, everybody honestly will say it's only HaKadosh Baruch who can make the person better. But whether the person will get sick, right? There are people who do things and even they, they don't even take care of themselves. They don't take care of their bodies. They're not careful about it. Yet, they don't get sick. They're doing fine. Other people who exercise regularly and only eat a great diet, and yet they get, they contract illness, they get sick. So just like we understand that obviously whether a person is going to be healthy or sick is only in the hand of a Baruch Hu, only decided on a Baruch Hu, and so too how a person will live. No one in this world, no matter how wealthy they are, no matter how smart they are, nobody could give life to another person. That's the most precious commodity in the world that nobody can give. No one can give extra life to a person. In a spiritual way, Adam Arishan was able to grant 70 years of his life to another human being, to David HaMelech. But that's only because he was given that choice back on his Baruch Hashem says, okay, I will take that from you provide it for somebody else. I will take those years and give it to somebody else. But no human being has the ability to give life to somebody else. Says the Chavis of Ovis. Just like a person can't give life to somebody else. Now, Umoisa, he also can't take away his life. That we also have to understand that's the Chavis of Ovis' position, like many Rishonim, that a person cannot harm another person. As we'll see in a moment from the Sefer HaChinich, no human being can harm another person unless it is so decreed by heaven. So, so too, like we understand that, Chavah says, let's now expand that to the next area. So too, there's no one that could provide another person with sustenance and parnasa, or giving him clothing, or sharing Yonagoof, whatever he needs. He can help him, or he can harm him. He can give it to him, he can not take it away from him unless it is so decreed by heaven. In other words, all the people in the world and our lives that we deal with are indeed messengers. They're indeed, they're players within this, within this, uh, we'll call it, they're actors within this play. They're all on the scene. And what they say, what they do, how we react to them is only because we have bitochen that they're just players over here. And what's ever going to be coming from me, or taking coming to me, or to being taken away from me, it's only because it's decreed from the heaven. Let's just read the uh, the famous Sefer Achinuch here. As well as we know it, it's always Kedai, it always it pays to chazer it over, review it over. He says it so beautifully and says such a tremendous yesaid, this concept really that Chavos is putting forth over here. The Sefer Achinuch in Mitzvah Mem Aleph, it's an Isser in the Torah that one is not allowed to take revenge from somebody who did him wrong, someone who harmed him, someone who annoyed him, 
someone who said Lashonara against him, someone who stole from him, someone who took away his job, etc., etc. Think of all of the possible scenarios where one person harmed another person. And the Torah Kadesha says, we're prohibited from taking revenge from that person. And as Basil Sisharm says, sometimes revenge is the only thing that can make a person feel good. There's nothing as sweet as revenge, says Masil Sisharim. Sometimes it's the only thing that gives a person some comfort that he's able to take revenge from that person. Says the Torah, you can't take revenge. Why not? Says the Sefer HaChinuch. Because Sheyeda Adam, the root of this mitzvah is a person must know intellectually. And he has to feel it. He has to feel it in his heart. He has to believe it and he has to feel it. That that's his an emotional reaction. His gets to the point where his immediate reaction is, oh, take revenge. There's no point in my taking revenge. Why? Because I'm a Maimon. And a Maimon knows that everything that transpires to a person, whether it's good or whether it's bad. The reason for it, the cause of it, is only and from another human being, whether it's a Jew or non-Jew, nothing can happen, not good, not bad, nothing can happen, without the Ratzon of Hashem Baruch Al-Kain, therefore, when another person paints him, when another person harms him, a person must know in his nefesh. The reason why he's receiving this trouble, reason why he's receiving this pain, this harm, is it's his own averis, it's his own sins. is giving him a message. is giving him a kapara. is punishing him in this world so he doesn't have to be punished in the next world. And has decreed that it should be. Therefore, person soon start thinking, how can I take revenge against that guy? He is not the cause of my harm. He is not the cause of why I'm going through this difficult time. The cause was my own iniquities. When he was traveling out with his men out, men out of the palace, and Shimi ben Geira threw stones at him and was cursing him, and his men said, Dovra Melech, let's go take revenge against Shimi, let's go do what we should do to Shimi. Dovra says, Hani ki omer Allow him to curse. In other words, the fact that he cursed Hashem Omar Loi to be Makal. Hashem told him. Here David Melech went even to a further extent. Not only did Hashem decree that I should be cursed, not only did Hashem decree that he can do it, but David Melech went even further. Hashem told him to curse. He had no power of his own. He t- said to himself, this is my own sins and not Shemim Megera's doing. So here we have a whole other concept that to, to know, does a person have bitachin? Well, it depends. How does he react when troubles befall him where other people are involved? Certainly, 
if Chas Fisholem, a tree in a storm, falls and down and smashes his car or damages some of his property? No, who is he going to complain to? To the Ebishter. And he knows that that was the Ebishter's doing. He knows Hashem wants them to be annoyed. Hashem wants that frustration, wants them to have a loss of money or go through the trouble of filing an insurance claim. That's been Hashem And that is Zolzayne Kapora. This is Hashem's way of giving me a Kapora, giving me atonement for any sins I may have done. Oh, but when it comes from somebody else, uh, then I don't look at it as a Kapora. Says the Chavis Ababasi and says the Sefer HaChinuch. Any bad that befalls us, even if it's from other people, it's not that person. That's not the cause of why this is coming to me. The cause of why this is coming to me is me. He happens to be the Shliach. It's true, he may not be such a good guy, but that he take, takes up with Ebishter. He may be, it's Megal Gelin Chayv who uses emissaries who already are guilty of some other issue to then do more harm to somebody else, which is the wrong thing to do. But why it came to me, why it came, the evil came to this person is only because of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. With this understanding, we, under, we can appreciate a Gemara. In this light, we can appreciate a Gemara. This Gemara is brought three different times in Shas. And the Gemara tells us, that sometimes people are they're sometimes insulted by a person. A sharp word is said to them. And they don't respond with a sharp word. They don't respond with a sharp line back, but they say to the person, excuse me, please don't say that, or you're hurting my feelings. They don't insult back, but they do respond. Then there's another level. They hear shame said it to them. They don't even respond. Not they say, excuse me, please don't say that. Or they change the subject. They don't even answer. That's the second level. Then there's a third level. That the, the evil that befalls them, or the insult that is thrown on them from somebody else, they take it and they wear it as a badge. And they say, this is Yisurin covering from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Oisin me'av, I'm going to accept this with love from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Smechin be Yisurin. I'm going to appreciate and be happy with the Yisurin that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving me now. Because I know without Yisurin, a person will not have a place in the next world. And certainly not as high as it can be. And without Yisurin, I won't have an atonement for my sins. And without Yisurin... I can't have what it could be, the things that I would like in this world. That's why Kodesh Baruch who sometimes gives it to a person through accepting Yisurin. So we smake him to Yisurin. Oh, and that person, the Pesach says, They are like the bright sun when it comes out, when it's a brilliant sun. So that is only a person who has bitachin. A person who has bitachin and understands that nobody can do anything. No one has any control. Unless it is decreed, so then a person is able to deal with it. And finally, the Chazonish writes in his that we think is only a Chavis Halev. It's only things that pertain to the heart, to the mind. How much Bitochen I have, 
How will I deal with the situation? I trust in Hashem. I have confidence in Hashem. I'm not nervous. I'm not anxious about a situation. The Chavazinish says, could it also be perhaps a Chovas Hamaise? Could it be something that deals with some sort of action? And the Chavazinish says, indeed it does. Why? Because if I see that somebody is trying to, let's say, outsmart me, I see someone maybe is trying to get one up on me, get ahead of me, get a, let's say, a job that I'm looking for, get a customer that I'm trying to get. In all of these situations, so the Chazanish says, if a person makes an attempt to try to stop that person, now, his own ishtadlus he can make, his own effort in trying to get this job, trying to get ahead, that he can do. But if a person tries to put a stop to somebody else, Chazanish writes, that Maise right there is showing there's a lack of bitachin. Because if the person has bitachin, he knows no one can take away any job that's coming to me. If this is destined for me, if this is what I'm going to get, nobody can take it away from me. So what am I trying to stop somebody else? So it's more than just what the mindset and is this was the person nervous and is he davening harder to get to what he wants to get in that, that particular situation? That's appropriate, that's fine. But here we can have be talking in terms of a, a consequence of how he's feeling, will he try to be meinea? Will he try to put a stop to somebody else? Oh, that already is showing, in a way of Misa, his lack of bitochen. So here he could have a chiddush that even bitochen is beyond the mindset, beyond the feelings of a person. But it even goes into the realm of action, the realms of Misa. So with this idea of Chavis now, with the idea of the Sefer HaChinuch, we understand and appreciate that everything that happens in life, in my standing, in terms of my life, in terms of my well-being, in terms of my parnosa, that is all determined. And nobody could help, and nobody could harm, nobody could take it away, unless it is decreed Menashemayim. The question, therefore, is, well, if everything is decided from heaven, and exactly what I'm supposed to get, I can get, and no one can take it away, then why does a person have to put in any effort at all. And that, we'll get to, we'll get to next.